left to love me But the broken dreams have got to And welcome to the Fire Football Radio Show. I'm your host, Matt McGrath, alongside Luigi Capola and Zach Schmola. This is the third episode of the Fire Football Radio Show, as we are one week into the NFL season. This past week was fantastic. And as a reminder, we will be live from the store studio every Wednesday night on WHUS Stores 91.7 from 6 to 7 to bring you the latest news, rumors, and more about America's game and the league we all know and love, the NFL. Week one is in the books. It was a fantastic week with the return of football in 2021. So many exciting games and upsets. But week two starts tomorrow night between the New York Giants and the Washington football team. Here we go. And Zach and Luigi, what's going on, baby? What's going on, Matthew? It's fantastic to be here. Love being back. Nine underdog wins this week. We have plenty to talk about. Plenty to talk about. And we do have a special guest, as we should mention at the start of the show, Mr. Enrique Antello. How we doing, gentlemen? Thank What's you for going on, Enrique? Me. You excited to start on the show? Oh, yeah. Very excited to be here. Absolutely. And right away, we do have a caller, so let's get them on. Caller number one, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, they hung up on us. Caller number one, please do call back. We apologize. We were getting into our show open. But just as a reminder, the call-in number, if you are interested, is 860-486-9487. That's 860-486-9487. And we do have a Twitter. It's at Fire Radio. That's P-H-I-R-E Radio. So please do give us a Twitter, or excuse me, a follow on Twitter. And the caller is coming back. So let's bring them on. Caller number one, what's your name? Where are you from? Hey, this is Cliff Asmiel. First time, long time. Cliff! First time. What's going on, Cliff? Long time. What's going on, baby? Nothing much, boys. How are you guys doing? Not bad, Cliff. Pretty good. How are you? I would say doing well. I'm doing well, even though um, we came off a rough first week loss um, for the Jets. It's still going pretty well. What did you think about Zach Wilson this week, Cliff? So, um, at the beginning, he started fairly poised. Um, You know, he made some good passes, some simple passes. Um, but really the main point of today's game or of that game was drops. A lot of drops from his receivers. I think there was five drops. Four of them were probably on the receivers and then one of them was on him. Um, but I think it's just, you know, he's trying to find his footing. He looked pretty good overall. Two touchdowns and one interception isn't half bad against a decent Panthers defense. Um, so I think all in all it was a pretty good game for him. Yeah, I agree. 20 of 37, 258 yards, two touchdowns, and obviously a pick. Not bad in a first start. He was sacked six times, though. So, Cliff, what's going on with the offensive line over there? Um, honestly, I, I couldn't tell you because um, you would think they'd be all set. Obviously, one of the big things from that match was Mekhi Beckham came out of that game with um, what appeared to be a pretty bad knee injury or a lower leg injury. But it looked like he tweeted the other day that he um, has good, he said good vibes, feeling good. So I'm assuming he'll be okay. I don't know what that means. I'm not sure if it's be long-term or short-term. But if he's good, um, we should have a decent enough line where we should be able to protect him a lot better than that. He should only be, at most, being sacked three or four times in a game. It shouldn't be six times. Um, and I think more than, more than once is one too many. So I think they need to make sure they protect him because he's the future. Well, what are you going to do now without Mekhi Becton? 
So, obviously, I'm, I haven't seen any reports. Have you guys seen anything in terms of his long-term health? Not since the report that he was down and out. He's, uh, uh, no, he's, he's out for four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. He's getting arthroscopic knee surgery on that injury. Okay, knee. so with, without him, they have, um, I believe, Moses as the backup. Yes. Um, he can, I think he can hold up. Um, if, if not, I think Fant, they put him there um, during the game. So either Moses or Fant is a good short-term option, but um, obviously once he's back, that will be the, for the best. But in the meantime, they're going to need to make sure they protect Wilson because without that um, blind side being covered, he could be in big trouble. Well, I don't mean to sound biased, but in two, three. In three weeks, you're playing the Broncos. <laughs> oh, don't mean to sound biased. Don't relax. I'm just saying. Relax, Zach. They're also playing the Listen. Panthers and the Pats, who have arguably better pass rushing than the, the oh, Broncos please. do. Oh, please. <laughs> Blasphemy on the show. The Early. Patriots? Did you Yeah, watch? the Patriots. Oh, my God. Blasphemous. Patriots. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Nate Solder looked... I don't even know what he looked like. Nate Solder's terrible at football. And mo- <laughs> That's why he looked bad. Yeah, he looked really bad. Did you did you see the things from Ganty? Did he send you the videos today? Yes, he sent, yeah, the he sent me all Twitter the videos. clips of Nate oh. Solder being completely it's embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's different. but it wasn't Von Miller that was just getting pressure. He obviously got the two sacks, but the first sack, someone else almost beat him to it. But he's quick, so he beat that. Guy. Like the guy almost beat him through okay. the line. All right, well, remove your bias and relax. I, a I started bit, with no bias, no, you, just pointing you, you out that the Jets are going to have an issue. You got plenty of well, bias. Well, I, I know. I know Matt mentioned that a little birdie said that they were going to go, I think, below four wins. Says they're going to go three wins. That was me. Yeah. That was um, that was the guy who has no bias. That was no <laughs> bias. Man. Yeah, yeah, no bias. Yeah, yeah. No. but I I think it's. I mean, with Makai Becton out, that obviously changes that changes things. Carl um, Carl Lawson coming out, um, you know, that's going to be a big big loss. Um, but I think the Jets can squeak out five to six wins this season. No, I agree. I had him at five and twelve. Um, do you think, or excuse, excuse me, question was, how did you feel facing your former quarterback, Sam Darnold? So Sam Darnold came out with a lot of confidence. He looked like a completely different player. Um, he obviously had the, um, you know, the convenience of having Robbie Anderson, one of his former receivers with the Jets on the team. Um, he threw a big touchdown pass to him. Um, he just looked very poised. He looked very comfortable. He didn't look super frazzled or very under duress um, like he was with the Jets. So for me personally, I'm, I'm happy for him that he got to move on. He got to be put in a better situation because with the Jets, he was not getting the support that he needed. And now the Jets too late are giving support to their um, incoming new draft pick, um, Zach Wilson, who honestly, uh, he's great. But I think Donald, they could have built around him if they had just developed all these you know, pieces around him. They brought in Corey Davis and they brought in these linemen. I think Sam Darnold would have probably done a lot better with Jets. Yeah, I agree, Cliff. Uh, I think you're in a good spot with Zach Wilson, though. He clearly um, has played well so far. I mean, obviously, it's very early. Um, but do you have anything else for us, Cliff? Well, I want to say for, for Zach Wilson, um, something I was really impressed with, I want to see, you know, what kind of pro-type um, you know, moves or pro-type um, things is he doing? And one of the things that came out really stuck out to me was when he was looking off receivers and he wasn't staring guys down, which I think is a really good sign because a lot of the time these rookie quarterbacks will stare down the receivers and get an easy pick um, for the defense. So I, I like how he was looking off receivers and he looked very poised in the pocket. Sometimes. Coming out of college, a big thing Zach Wilson needed to work on was going through his progressions. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of analysts even were very overbearing that he has all the arm strength, he has all the tools, being that if he's able to go through his progression successfully, 
he will be a successful NFL quarterback, and I think they probably harped on that heavily in Jets camp. And I would assume it worked out pretty well. Zach Wilson played pretty well. Um, Back to the tackle situation, you have two tackles who've played a long time in the NFL, have been starters many a time in the NFL, but have a lot of problems being successful. They're Relatively, both of them are turnstiles, both in their late 30s. Mekhi Becton being out is going to be huge for the Jets going forward, and I think that a big part of their success was going to be that young up-and-coming O-line. Um, I think they still have promise, but I think there's going to be some problems these next couple weeks. Zach Wilson getting sacked, we've seen it with Joe Burrow. It's a big problem when you're a rookie getting sacked that much. And I do feel yeah. really bad for the Jets. I mean, coming in, I kind of thought Mekhi Becton was almost going to be too big for his own good, but man, oh man, is he dominant. We were talking about that the other day. He He's surprised all of us with his athleticism and just being the he largest really, man in yeah. the NFL and being successful. He pushes him over like nothing. It's really incredible to watch. So, I mean, I, I do feel bad for you guys. That's a big loss. Yeah. Head up, Cliff. Yeah, head up. Keep your head up, Cliff. Hope so. I'm going to try to. At least I know that the Giants in the past aren't doing much better. Listen, New York and New England are all 0-3 together. So we're in the same boat right now. I don't know about that. Listen, at the end of the year, it's not going to be the same, obviously. The Jets and the Giants might be the same. But (laughs) I know know New England won't. Um, But, Cliff, I really appreciate you calling on. We're happy to have you back. um, And we'll see you next week, right? Awesome. Of course, guys. Thank you so much, and have a good rest of the night. You, you too, too Cliff. Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. Yep. All right. Classic call from Cliff from Middlebury. Uh, man, Cliff. All right. Let's just run through a couple injuries. We already went over Mackay Becton, but a couple serious injuries happened in week one. San Francisco running back Raheem Mostert is out for the year, has season-ending knee surgery. That is brutal. Two carries for 20 yards and then season-ending knee surgery. Um, he didn't necessarily need to get the surgery. It was something where he could have rehabbed and came back in like four to six weeks. But it's better for his longevity, his career, and himself to just go get the surgery. And I get, and guess what? It doesn't matter. Eli Mitchell rushed for over 100 yards on less than 20 carries and a touchdown. He played well. It's the 49ers offensive line, which was ranked by PFF, the fifth best offensive line in week mm-hmm. one. And... There's nothing that's going to matter. That run scheme and Kyle Shanahan are just going to continue to dominate. I think you could put any running back back there, and they do a good job. Absolutely. I could do a good job. I agree. In, in oh, yeah, throw Enrique in there. He'll <laughs> run for at least 50 yards. Put him at a pulling guard situation, and they'll run for about 200 yards per game. Um, but, yeah, that that's a brutal loss. I mean, it's next guy next guy up league, as we always say. But the next one, Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy bunting a defensive back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a gruesome dislocated elbow. Bruce Arian said it could be anywhere from four weeks to the season. So they don't really know, but man, was that disgusting. Oh, was really oh my gross. God. I we didn't catch it. it at first. You, you caught I it, caught didn't it you? Yeah, we had to rewind made it. you guys rewatch it. I, I thought he just missed missed the, uh, inter, uh, oh my goodness, the deflection yeah. or the tackle. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not at all. Were we wrong? Arm got completely stuck in yeah, between that was gross. two offensive players or an offensive player and a defensive player, whoever it was. But, yeah, that's tough for a really great corner that the Bucks need. Mm-hmm. Wishing him good luck. Yeah, wishing him good luck the rest of the way. I mean, <laughs> a timetable of four weeks to the season is very, it's pretty very long. Yeah, so it, it seems like there's a wide gap, and they're not really sure at the moment, but I'm sure we will find out pretty soon. 
Next one, quarterback for the Washington football team, Ryan Fitzpatrick, to miss six to eight weeks. He dislocated his hip on Sunday against the Chargers, and Taylor Heineke is going to start against the Giants on Thursday. Um, I mean, at this point in his career, dislocating your hip. Like yeah, that could be. That's got to take a toll. I mean, he's had probably plenty of injuries, but not this old. How old is he? Thirty-eight. I don't think anything this Sounds severe, like to my hips. knowledge. Yeah, fragile. Yeah, fragile he is, hips. He is thirty-eight. Yeah. It, it, like, how much longer can you be a journeyman quarterback when this stuff is happening? I don't know. I I, I I really don't know. I don't know how much of an NFL career he's got left in him. Just being that he's already thirty-eight, um, it's been great to see him play these last couple of years especially but I truly think that it's Taylor Heineke's time yeah I mean we're going to find out on Thursday when he plays the Giants on Thursday Night Football uh, but next injury Denver Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy is out for four to six weeks had a high ankle sprain in the game against the Giants on Sunday afternoon Zach, are we, uh, yeah, that was a de- that was devastating to watch too. Yeah, yeah he, he had to get carted off the field. Really, he couldn't even really walk, sad. and he looked like he was devastated too when he was getting carted. I mean, week up. one, I mean, he had a great yeah. game. He, he did. He, he led really them in good. receiving. Yeah, he yeah. ended up leading yeah. them in receptions and receiving. Yeah, by the man. End of the game. And with Teddy starting, we knew it was going to be a little bit more game management style, a little more short and medium stuff, which is his game. Uh, get the ball in his hands and let him go. Um, I don't know. I just I hope he's back four to five even if it is six whatever hopefully we can make a wild card push and he'll be back or something like that but you know you don't want to rush him back he's no guy like this is a kid that is going to be one of your franchise receivers with Cortland Sutton Mm -hmm. and you do not want to rush him back I know it just it hurt and it hurt to watch a reoccurring ankle injury is something that could happen real easily so if he's not ready to go in six weeks I do not think the Broncos staff should be pushing him no I don't think so either especially if we're playing well who knows we got one win but I mean, you still got Patrick, you still got Hamler, and obviously Sutton, right. Fan, Tim Patrick, Albert good. O played good. They, they're mm-hmm. all their receivers played good because Teddy played good. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe the statistic is Garrett Bowles is now 17 straight games without a holding penalty and 15 straight games without a sack given up. So he looked so good. He's he's doing. He's well. really turned it around. He oh my god! <laughs> I would have <laughs> traded him for a bag of peanuts before last season started. I swear. And now he's like, yeah, man. He looked great. He looks great. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think it's in, an interesting thing that now it's 17 games, so you really have no reason to rush anyone back in these four to right. seven, eight-week mm-hmm. injuries. Because, right. um, you know, it, at this point it's only a quarter of a season yeah. um, with the 17 games. But next injury, Jeffrey Okuda, the cornerback in his second year from the Lions, is unfortunately out for the year with an Achilles tear. Uh, ruptured Achilles. No, ruptured Achilles. Right. Um, He was getting absolutely. Yeah, he can't. This guy can't get a break. What happened after last year, and then this now? It's it's sad to see. You know, do you want to hear what he did last year? It's really sad because I thought he was going to be incredible. Right. He was so. I thought it was like next Jalen Ramsey type deal. Well, that yeah, he got picked third overall. Yeah. He played nine games last year. He had thirty-seven solo tackles. Six assists, that's 43 total. He deflected two balls in nine games. He got one pick in nine games. Two pass deflections in that's nine it? games. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd more so be interested to see what his yards allowed and stuff like that were because I think they were sure, significantly large. Yeah. You can try I'm and sure find that. I mean, yeah, you don't need no, to stress over don't that. Stress but over we, saw it, we saw it this weekend with the 49ers who... I, I love my 49ers, oh, but Debo torched. Samuel 
is not historically the most athletic receiver. He's body. He's a yards after the catch monster, but he absolutely torched their hold the secondary like it was bread and butter. One of them was one-on-one with Akuda, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, one-on-one. Grabbed it right over his dome. Yeah, terrible. Um, so he's out for the year, so, I mean... In terms of statistics, we really don't have to harp on it too much. Uh, But the final injury of the day, Gerald McCoy is out for the year. He has a knee injury. I mean, he's another guy. How much longer can he go? Yeah. He's he's up in age as well. I wouldn't be too bummed if you were that team, but... No, but a veteran guy. But for him, death. Yeah, Yeah, of course. He's on the Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is on the Raiders. And, like, at this point... (laughs) These guys get these injuries, especially the interior linemen on defense. You can only... You can only lose so many knees. Do they <laughs> so, have yeah. another starting D tackle? Um, Don't they have one? Marcus Hurst or something like that. More research. Oh, research. From uh, Michigan, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they'll be all right. All right, but that's the final. He wasn't even playing all that much. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, right there. He yeah, no. He was really splitting time. He, as you were saying, he's getting old. Yeah, he's expensive anyway. Yeah, yeah, he is much more expensive than his Don't If you're a Raiders fan listening to this, don't fret. <laughs> all right, so those are the injuries for today, but we have a caller on the line. Caller number two, what's your name and where are you from? Hello, this is Scott from D11. Hello, Hello Scott. Scott. <laughs> Booyah. Booyah. <laughs> what's going on, Scotty? Hey, tell me about the D11 experience. Yeah, oh, you, I, go, well, Zach, I know Matt, Matthew knows. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Zach and Luigi. How was the D11 experience? Oh, it was gorgeous, Scott. We wish you could have been there, but man, that was great. Ate a lot of real good food. <laughs> I mean, that's typically... Yeah. Yeah, you think. did. Um, yeah, and tossing around the football was a real good experience. Made you made you feel like a real American, you know. So uh, th- that's my next thing. How was the in stadium crowd experience? Great, that yeah, it was great, Scott. We walked in. Well, actually, <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, Scott, it was good until it wasn't good and it got really bad. Because I, yeah, to explain Scott, that a bit. you're Giants fans. I know Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute. Your Giants fans are terribly sore losers. And, yes, I've heard over and over, we're so used to this, it happens all the time. That's not an excuse. There was seven minutes left in this game. You were down by 13 points. And I saw Blue fleeing the stadium at an extreme rate. Mm-hmm. And I was dis- oh, severely disappointed. We didn't leave the stadium. We got to beat the traffic. We got to beat the traffic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that creates that, yeah, the traffic. That, 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 you could have got, got a, you could have got a four and out. Right. Or, it could have been. You had six minutes. So, hey, Luigi, if you go with me and sit in my seats, and by the way, I think the beautiful people sat in my seats. The yeah, beautiful people. It was. Uh, you mean Juan, Uncle Craig? I, I know who sat there. Yep. Uncle Craig, Uncle Mike, and Aunt Jackie. Is that true? That is true. They All had right. the sun shining on their faces. <laughs> they did. Yeah, no, you, right in the sun. Very nice. Yeah, it, yeah, when it's 90 degrees in a 1 o'clock game in September, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, in, but in December, lovely. 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 Uh, yeah, so it's a hell of a game plan the Giants have. And I, Luigi, I, I stay to the end. I am the last team. The I, I fully I believe you down. there, Scott. I do. Everyone hates me for doing it, but that's what I do. Like Clan McGrath is gone; they've packed up and gone. By <laughs> oh yeah, they they were. Well, have you ever heard of the gone. Have you ever heard of the Uncle Michael story after the uh, the Falcons game, the wild card in twenty twenty eleven? No, go. It was me, my dad, uh, Aunt Kathy, and Uncle Mike. That they ended up winning that game. That was on the Super Bowl run, twenty four to two in the Falcons game, right? Yeah, and. 
at the very end of the game, we were they were sacking Matt Ryan left and right. Like OC oh, was yeah. having an ovation. Yeah. Twelve yards, fifteen yards at a hack. Yeah, OC was having an ovation at the end. Like the defense was on fire. Justin Tuck, JPP was getting chance because that was like his best career year at the time. And Uncle Mike wanted to leave because he wanted to beat the traffic. And we said, no, this is Matthew's first playoff game. We can't leave. And he said, oh, I remember that. Yes, I remember this. And, and he said, well, it's over. And, <laughs> and my, dad, <laughs> my dad said, no. But, yeah, he pushed us out. We left. Nice obliged to the fat man. Well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's not talk about the Giants. Uh, I, so, <laughs> so what do you got for us then, Scott? And my, 20, my 21-17 really worked out. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it looked like Saquon was on a pitch count. He yep. was. What did it look like in stadium with him running? He looked tentative. According to Carl Banks, same. he didn't. Oh yeah. So, so Scott, we. West. You know how Lance Meadows and Carl Banks do the post game on the fan. Absolutely. Yeah. So I called in, and I was like the se- the second caller that they took because we were just sitting in the car. They only take like five or six calls. Yeah. Whole, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. They, so they, they uh, I called in, and they said, all right, we'll put you on hold. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to be on the fan. And so they, they put me on, and they said, Matt from Middlebury, what's going on? And I told them that the Daniel Jones fumble ruined the game. Like, that was mm-hmm. the complete momentum shift of the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Saquon was not ready. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at least not ready. Is to he take- not ready, or they're not getting him ready? I, I, see, that's the thing. I wanted to ask you that. Like, what do you think? I don't think they've getting him ready. They've like totally red shirted him all through mm-hmm. practice. He hasn't been hit. Yeah, no, it was his first contact on those first plays. You're absolutely right, Scott. And, I have to agree. And with their you. yeah, their response was, well, Carl Banks' response was, you know, it's going to take a couple games. We can't, you know, we can't freak out this early. Like he hasn't had any contact, and so did Lance Meadows. And I said, then why are we, why are we pushing him in the opener against one of the best defenses in the league? Mm-hmm. Like I didn't under like are we pushing him for Don't blow up Zach's head over here. No 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 I mean like top yeah, ten like one of the better Yeah, I mean league. sure. Well we'll, we'll whatever you want to call it. Whatever words you want to say, they're gonna just be as good as they are. So it might be the league. fastest team to own too. <laughs> uh, I mean Yeah, well that's the thing. In twenty six in twenty six hours there's that. Well that was that was the whole point. Like you're playing him in the opener, sure. But you have Game in four days. Shortest week. You have the shortest week in the league, and you want to play your franchise running back that you took at the second overall pick and waste him in the first game, and now now it comes up as questionable for Thursday. Mm-hmm. He but, took more steps east-west than he did north. Yeah, 100%. he didn't run. There like, was he didn't a, run straight ahead at all. What was it? The second or the third down in the left side of the field, right in front of us. He could have put his shoulder yeah, down, yeah. ran through a defender, and got three yards easily. He stepped right I, out of bounds. Yes, yep. I remember the play. I don't know where your derelict's at, but I saw a really mangy picture of you guys. Mangy? Like, like, <laughs> like, like, ten, like ten dudes. I don't know who it was. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You saw the group picture. It was yes. a little hot out there. So. It was kind of <laughs> toasty. Yeah, I did, I did not miss that part. It's, you know, yeah. part of the you-know-what-off. Yeah, it was good weather, though. Scott, you know who we did meet? We met the license plate guy. No way. <laughs> yes. He he parks in your D-lot. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, in the, does, he, does he wear them around his neck? In a no. No, he no. was wearing some jersey, though. Um, and we it was a 9-11 memorial jersey. Yeah. Oh, the picture. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I follow him on Instagram. He's got like 
He's, I think he's like 70,000. Quite yeah, popular. Of, he's quite popular. He wouldn't let me in the picture. Yeah, he didn't let Zach in the picture. He was like, who are you guys oh, traveling God. with these Von Millers over here? <laughs> and then Matt was like, no, no, these are just some hitchhikers we found. Don't worry about them. Yeah, don't worry about them. They're, they're only dangerous at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next topic. No call on that offensive, offensive pass interference on Brady's last drive. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. The push off by Godwin. Thursday night. Thursday night. The push off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Michael Jordan, no call. <laughs> People, right. oh, it get, is Tom. He gets preference. It is Tom. Let the boys play. Oh, P.S., <laughs> nice Ramones poster in your studio. You guys don't even know who the Ramones are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, there it is. Oh, you picked that oh, yeah. up. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the camera yeah. was over here last yeah, time. Yeah, nice, Scott. Yeah. Oh, and you guys mentioned your F- your FCS loss to Holy Cross. You know, the Gordy uh, Lock yes. Oh, yeah. Yep, we did. Florida State lost to Jacksonville State on that that play at the end of the game. I didn't see that play. What happened? Oh, 59-yarder. Guy caught it like the 2018. Oh, yeah. Two guys ran to the end zone. You didn't see that? No. They lost to the Deion Sanders dream Ran right. One of the defenders stopped once the catch was made, thought his buddy was going to go tackle him. Kid ran right through him. End zone. Touchdown. Game over. I've been to the Doak for a game during the Jameis Winston season. The, the uh, national championship season. Ooh. It's a hell of a place. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, the time. Well, at, that time at that time, it was a fantastic place to be. Yeah. All right, one more thing. Did you guys watch the real Monday Night Football broadcast or the Peyton and Eli Monday Night Football broadcast? I, I, I watched I, the real one. Well, we were watching the real one for the actual game, but I saw a lot of videos of the, <laughs> of the other one. Oh, my you know God. What? That was guys, hilarious. I, I barely watched, I mean, Booger McFarlane and all that crap, oh. you know, ESPN the last few years. Yeah. You don't like a little booger? No. <laughs> well, everyone likes a little booger. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. But, I, I mean, I had no skin in the game. But it was a great game, and the two of them were funnier than hell. They had Charles Barkley on. They had Kelsey on. They had – it was great. I think Russell Wilson was on in the overtime. Russell yeah. Wilson yeah, was on, was. yep. Yeah, it, it was it was fantastic, especially hearing the two of them relay calls to each other. And <laughs> so then, the first quarter, I think Peyton had like nine Red Bulls. <laughs> he, came out, he came out hot in the first. Did quarter. he? Yeah, he came out hot. Oh, he was calling. Well, he was calling all the all the Gruden plays, the fifty scripted play. Right. Uh, in the Ravens hilarious. helmet that didn't fit. Oh yeah, that yeah, was, that was awesome. awesome. Because no, that was a normal size. And then Eli, look, at his, look at his noggin yeah. on that boy. Look at his noggin. Yeah, Eli. Eli goes. Well, yeah. What do you think it was going to fit your big ass forehead? <laughs> No, I think that got better. I, that, I hope that got better ratings than the real broadcast. It might yeah. have. It should have. I think that's their goal. Like, I think it might. It's it's exciting and yeah. funny. I think they're contracted for 10 games, but I think they're like, sign them up. Yeah, they should have the whole year. The two of them are like two of the most loved quarterbacks, most loved players that have come through in the last decades or so. Right, and their dad was beloved. And, and of all people, Cooper, their brother, his son is the number one prospect for, uh, you know, his, uh, his class, college. yeah. Arch Manning, Arch the future. Arch. The next great gunslinger. Yeah, we've heard that about how many people before? Uh, but it's a Manning. It's <laughs> a different story. It's a Manning, story. Scott. We know the, the Manning. It's in the DNA. The power comes well, you remember from the Cooper Manning had a show on ESPN. <laughs> it was called 58 Minutes with Cooper Manning. Yeah, I think you mentioned that to us last, uh, last year in the last two right. minutes are for Eli, right? That's always. Always. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. All right, Scott, You, uh, we appreciate well. the call. You had a lot of good insight this week, my man. All right. Peace out, boys. Peace, Scott. Peace, Peace Scott. out, Scott. All right.
All righty. Scotty from D11. Uh, I don't know who parked in his spot, but I want to say it was Aunt Kathy. It, it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to think back. It was a long day. Another caller on oh. the line. Caller number three, what's your name where you're from? Uh, this is Matt from Greenwich. Matt from Greenwich. Matt is this Greenwich. Matt Morganti? It is, sir. Oh. oh. How's it going, brother? Not too bad. Just got off playing 18. Awful. Horrible. Back nine was a disaster. <laughs> me and my friend are talking about the Giants the entire way. What a disaster. Oh, what a disaster. Can't. I mean, we've been texting back and forth for the last couple days now. <laughs> it was brutal. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, don't know, I don't even know what to do. I think if we lose to Washington tomorrow night on a short week, the offense looks horrible. I might I might start looking at YouTube at Thibodeau, Morgan, Macro, <laughs> What are you thinking? Uh, I, I don't know. I've heard a lot of, like, just in terms of coaching, I mean, Garrett's got to be gone after this year. And a lot of people, I mean, when Judge started last year and even after last year when they went 6-10, and 10, they enjoyed him. And they thought he was the right guy. And even through the preseason, when he was having veterans retire, they liked him. But I don't think they like him anymore. Like, Gansey, the the pen or the challenge flag. When you know you can't challenge it, and every score is reviewed, what what are you doing? Being a bad. That was. I think it was a frustration call. I mean. Yeah. For first to miss the stack, then for Martinez to miss the tackle like that. I mean, it was just a disgrace. The defense even looked horrible. I thought that would be the one thing we could lean on. They couldn't get off the field. Yeah, no. They, yeah, no. No, they really could not. And then we were converting no. thirds and fourth downs like, like nobody's like nothing. Left and right. Yeah. No pass rush, nothing. Absolutely, like nothing at all. I mean, again, is there a solution here? Stop I mean, paying. Yeah, we got. We have the Bears thing, and they're supposed to be horrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I, like, but then it comes down to at the end of the year, you got to decide whether Daniel Jones is the guy. Well, no, no that's an easy answer. I know. Well, but- yeah, the answer is no. But the other answer is you don't need to this year. You still got another year on his rookie contract. But this is the whole. That was the whole point of trading back. We have yes. the two first round picks yes, now that we can back move. Back to what with. the Gantee was talking about earlier: Matt Corral, KB on Thibodeau. Who do you go for? I, I, Ganty and I were talking earlier. I agree with the Thibodeau. Build that defense before you start you trying to pass rush. You need a you pass, need a pass rush. rush. And Leonard Williams, you're paying him way too much money to do absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> I think that was the stupidest contract the entire offseason. For a run defending. And the run defending. defense doesn't look as good without Dalvin Tomlinson. No, no. Not at all. Doesn't. Oh, it's, it's, it was it's just bad taste in your mouth when – like the whole off season, you're hyping up all these great receivers. We run stick on fourth and six <laughs> into the goal, into into the end zone. Like that was horrible. that was horrible. <laughs> so bad. So that so was bad. the worst thing. I've almost one of the worst oh, things I've ever seen. God. Like you have. Ken- and then, go ahead. Then on, you go to Sunday night, and then you go watch McVay just scheming guys wide open. It's oh, just yeah. like how how are you? How are you, John Martin, looking at that and just being like, yeah, this is okay? <laughs> I don't know. 
It seems like it's a whole different philosophy. Like, I'm just going to call my plays, and you guys better execute. McVay, like, at least knows what his guys can do and there's, make it easy for There's him. two types of coaches in the NFL. There's coaches that run their scheme and expect their players to conform, and there's coaches that have been in the league for five or more years who play to their players' strengths. Belichick says it all the time. I play to what I have, not to what I want to have. Mm-hmm. I don't like Jim I don't Judge. even think there's a... Bottom line. I don't even think there's like a number one quarterback in the draft too. If we're supposed to be as bad as everyone thinks we are, yeah. yeah. I mean, not 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 at the moment. I mean, yeah. you, no, before no. the year, you would think that Rattler, but Rattler hasn't really played that great. And Howell played pretty good. You would nah. see, nah, not the no. first week. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, this past week. week. Oh, okay. This past, this past week, week he yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think if they have two early picks, I think you go offense, defensive line, and just have another year with mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. I agree. You should be running the Giants. You should be building your team before you go after a quarterback, especially if that quarterback's going to be mediocre. I mean, in well, two years... the last time the Giants had a good O-line? Like, 07? Well, when, 11, probably when you went to the Super Bowl. Is that a real thing that happened in history? Yes, that <laughs> existed. Listen, the, <laughs> no, the 07... Snee, those had some David Deal, good, Kareem yeah. McKenzie, um, th- that offensive line was great. Yeah, huh. they um, had a good O-line. And, and that's... that. It's just so frustrating because it's the same problem every year. And even though we didn't have any pass, it, even though did we did nothing to fix well, even it. Though Joe we did, Tooney, you had multitudes of players, oh and you God. signed Kenny Galladay, even, who just got outperformed. That's, by Sterling well, that's Shepard. the thing. Even though we didn't, even though we didn't have any weapons last year, because the majority of them were hurt, and we did need an upgrade. We didn't do anything to the offensive line. We didn't draft anyone. We didn't sign anyone. Like we said, I mean, I know you drafted Andrew Thomas with the fourth overall pick last year, but it doesn't matter. He's he's he didn't play bad on. No, Sunday. he actually played. He actually decently. played well, but you need someone on the other side. The Chiefs did it in a year. I, I know. <laughs> they yeah. had demolished they, they in the Super Bowl before the season starts. It's fixed. Yeah, they have a it's good, over. Their offensive line at the moment. They're a normal. great organization. Yeah, it's a little different when you're talking about the Chiefs and the Giants right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, man. It took less than a year. Last thing before I go, get Nate Solder on the nearest plane to the sun. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Get absolutely. Him to the sun. He seems like seems like a great guy. All that stuff. He stinks. He's horrible. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. He has no point of attack. He was allowing Von Miller to just destroy oh him, play God. after play. He's I also like twelve hundred years old. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> I sent Matt and Luigi, I sent you guys that uh, clip on Twitter. It looked like he was a practice dummy in yeah. like a pass rushing show. Yeah. He was just sitting there absorbing it. It was horrible. <laughs> he, he, he stood there, waited for Von Miller to get around Kyle Rudolph, and then <laughs> I think Von Miller went boop with two hands, <laughs> and he fell over. Yeah, he's treating him like one of the chickens he has at his ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was doing that Toro thing where you got a bull and you're holding the cape and you just like move it out of the way at and the last gone. second and then he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, we're, we're lucky he didn't, yeah. he didn't end up rolling into Daniel Jones' ACL. We have, yeah, who's, what's the oh, backup's name? He's horrible too. A uh, Matt Matt Pert from UConn? No, the quarterback. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, Mike Glennon. Mm. <laughs> long, <laughs> long career backup. You know, you, as John Gruden would say, you do want a quarterback with a lot of neck. <laughs> 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 Nothing like a John yeah. Gruden quote. <laughs> I think I think you have to play Perth the rest of the year. 
Yeah, I mean Agreed. he he didn't play bad. I mean he was obviously a little lost when he's playing against a Hall of Famer on the on the on the line. But anyone's going to be anybody's going to be. But especially. at least you have a better chance of developing a player than trying to throw a thirty eight or thirty nine year old man at Von Miller. Yeah, exactly. So but you know, Solder's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. we've known him for a long time. We've known him for a very long time. <laughs> ever since he was four years now. Ever since we signed him from the Patriots, the mistake. He's a sneaky. Yeah, that's a great. That's another great contract. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have some terrible another great contract. signing for Dave Gettelgod. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! All right, Gantz. Will you even watch the draft if he makes the pick? What's that? Who knows? Will you even watch the draft if he makes? <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I can after Not last bad. year and the year before. <laughs> Morganti, the I we were on Facetime for uh, was it two years ago COVID draft, draft yeah. the COVID draft. You <laughs> should have seen Matt's face when they took Andrew Thomas. <laughs> it was the, one of the best moments of my life. I mean, <sighs> he's not the guy. He wasn't. <laughs> he, wasn't he wasn't the guy. You had Wills. You had Worfs. You had Makai Becton even. Even and all three of them were better. From but, the start, <laughs> Worse had like an all, all like a Pro Bowl year. Not that the Pro Bowl matters, but he yeah. had a good year. <laughs> like it made no sense. Oh God, oh, I don't get it, Ganty. Listen, we'll talk after Thursday and reevaluate, of course. But I wish you the greatest luck, and may God bless you until then. <laughs> may God bless Andrew Thomas. You can't handle. May God bless the rest of the show, guys. May, Thanks, thank Ganty. you, thank you, Ganty. May God bless Andrew Thomas, Daniel Jones, oh, and Dave Gettelgod. <laughs> Dave Gettelgod. <laughs> Blessing himself. All right, a couple great calls. We haven't even gotten into any topics of talk. Does anyone want to talk about anything specifically? Because, you know, we only got 17 minutes left. We've got Enrique here. We should talk about Yeah, Enrique, you want to talk Let's about, talk about the, rookie quarterbacks? With some rookie quarterbacks? Should we start with <laughs> Trevor, maybe? Yeah, we can I'll, yeah, say, I'll Trevor, save Trevor. my max spiel for the end. Okay. All right. Oh, well, actually, all right. We'll get a call on. Maybe they Take want to talk back. about it. Caller number four. What's going on, man? How's it going, guys? Where are you? What's your name? Where you're from? Uh, Sacapola Senior from uh, Little Beach, South Carolina. What's going hey, on? No, no. How we doing? Hey, Luigi. How's it going? Hey, listen. Listening to you, it's like listening to your uncle Sal. Unbelievable. <laughs> same voice, same everything. Guys, good job. Uh, glad to be back for another year. Absolutely. Uh, very informative. You guys do a great, great job. Thank you. Okay, Sam. let's get let's get to my question. All right. Uh, terrible loss by my Bills. Uh, yeah, that was sad. This weekend, uh, I'm a little bummed out about it. I expected a little bit more from them. But uh, what do you guys think about the team and the, pros- the prospect for this uh, year? I, I I wouldn't be too upset about the game. Um. Josh Allen coming off of last year, he was fantastic. And I think, I don't know if he'll have as great of a year as he did last year. Mm-hmm. I think there were a lot of missed opportunities. Um, I, I didn't get to watch the full game, but I watched some of the recap. And it looks like Josh Allen took a lot of shots towards the end zone and just didn't complete them. Um, Stefan Diggs looked great. The defense looked okay. Um, defense looked actually really good. I think they were the number one run defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like yeah, because Najee didn't really run very yeah. much, did he? Yeah, big, big improvement from last Absolutely. year, I thought. A lot of promise in that game, Nuno, but I do have to agree, very disappointing for what should have been. Yeah, they gave up a ton of points towards the end of there, and, you know, mm-hmm. good teams are not supposed to do that. Yep, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> you know, but uh, 
hey, you know, I've been I, I struggle with the Red Sox forever, so I'm going <laughs> to struggle with them. Eventually, we're going to win one. Event, yeah. I mean, that's that's the hope and and the praise. Um, I, I think there's. I mean, the Jets are in that conversation with like you know above fifty years. There's a, there's a couple teams. Um, right. But I think you're in a great spot. You have probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league at the moment. Um, and a great offense around him and a pretty good defense, too. So uh, me and Luigi are actually going to a Bills game in November against the Colts. Really? Yeah, we are. Um, it... Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you got that I'm nice weather jealous. in South... Now is, the time, now is the time of the year to go, too. You don't want to wait too long because that's the coldest uh, place on Earth, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it's pretty tough to play up there, but... Uh... Hey, you know, we'll see what happens. We will, and, we uh, will, Sal. You guys keep up the good work. I really enjoy listening to you. I, it's like listening to better than professionals. Instead of talking about themselves, they talk about the game, which is great. Appreciate that. Thank you, Sal. Thank appreciate you for the call, man. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Hey, Luigi, love you. Uh, <laughs> just keep up the good work. All right. Thank you, Nano. Love you, too. Thank you, Sal. Okay. Take care, guys. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Sal Cabola. <laughs> All right. Rookie quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence, 28 to 51, 332 yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. This was the first regular season loss of his life. That yeah. is crazy. Isn't that wild? <laughs> that is Isn't that wild? Jameis 2.0 with those three picks and three touchdowns. I mean, whoa, they whoa, whoa, worked whoa. him, man. They did. 51, 51 pass attempts. They worked him so many. He can't be to blame, though. That Urban Meyer offense is... Well, it looked very disheveled. Looked I don't terrible. even know if they have a plan. All right, it's we do have another caller on the line. Gonna it's going to be odd. Caller number five, what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Helen from Middlebury. Helen, what's, what's, up, what's Helen? going on? Hi, Matthew. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Well, how are you? I'm good. Do you have anything to talk to us about today? I do. So I'm wondering, with the Giants' loss last week, if you were still predicting that they were going to win their division. <laughs> well, what an excellent question. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Well, I have to... Inqui- inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> I-, I understand that to the fullest extent. Eat a shoe. Um, eat a shoe. I still eat want Zach shoe. to eat a shoe. He um, is not. Is that, <laughs> uh, not yet. Relax. Not yet. Listen, the Cowboys lost. The Redskins lost. We lost. We have the Redskins on Thursday. But the your your Eagles did win. The, the Eagles won. They did win. I know. Jalen Hurts played really well. Um, so I am now somehow nervous about the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. No. Uh, to your question, they're not winning that division. <laughs> not at all. Pink. <laughs> Patience. <laughs> Let's go football team. We're going to go patience with that. <laughs> My but, stomach uh, is saved. Uh, well, no, okay, hold, 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 hold on. <laughs> well, not quite. Let's yeah. do a little knocking here. That's all I needed to hear, Matthew. All right, <laughs> Helen. Thank you for calling in. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. All right. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, all right, one second. Let's take a break. Mr. Eric. 
Eric Harkins is our coordinator in terms of video. We do have a YouTube channel now. It's Fire Fire Football Radio if you do want to watch us live and looking on like you're in person. But Eric has a couple things to say about some college football this week, right, Eric? Yes, Matt. Um, I just want to thank you guys for having me on this week. Um, and if you, as Matt had said, we're trying to build up our social media. We're going to start with the YouTube, um, maybe get the TikTok. That's a, that's a goal of mine. Ooh. We'll see. Um, anyway, this weekend I will be attending the Texas Rice game in Austin, Texas, and I'm looking to break a streak of mine of about six years now that I haven't seen one FBS team beat another FBS team while they are the home team. Oh. <laughs> it's about it was UConn Houston in 2015. Oh my! So I consider this my last opportunity to see that happen while I'm a college student. So I'm gonna gonna take the Longhorns in this one definitely minus 26 and a half minus 26 and a half you taking spread spread or you taking i'm taking spread i'm taking spread but i like it because texas is coming out coming off that arkansas loss Mm -hmm. and i think they really need to a bounce back game after getting embarrassed by an sec team yeah Mm -hmm. and they want to try and make themselves look like they should be in the sec and i think they need to do this against a rice team who just lost by 21 to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke McCaffrey, the quarterback of Rice, he threw three picks last week. Um, and then I love the Texas quarterback name, Hudson Card. How could you not <laughs> like that for your quarterback? And then they're running back. He might be the best in the Big 12 right now, Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's really good out of the backfield, and he's got really sh- he's really shifty in the open field. So just look out for that this week. It's also going to be 96 degrees in Texas on Saturday. Ouch. Not looking forward to that. Thankfully, it's a night game. But... Mm. Uh, Thank you guys for having me, and uh, I look forward to football this week, definitely. Yeah. Thank you very much, Eric. Just a little preface to what Eric was talking about. Eric goes to every home UConn football game. That is why he has not seen a home team win in a long time. <laughs> Eric is a champion of UConn football. He is. And we do have a little breaking news in the NFL world. Okay. Demarcus Lawrence has broken his foot. Who? Demarcus, Demarcus Lawrence. Lawrence. Oh, no. Wow. Cowboys star D-end is out indefinitely after wow. suffering a broken foot at practice today. Wow. It happened wow. at practice. It was not a game injury. Matthew, I say we uh, spotlight our guest here. Talk a little Mac Jones. Yeah, let's talk yeah, real let's quick get into it. before we get into the... We'll do our picks in a minute and 30 seconds, but we'll do the uh, Mac Jones first. Enrique, what do you want to talk about? I just got to say, that was a tough game to watch. Just, you know... I really wanted to get Mac his first win in the NFL, but I do have to say he did look good in that pocket. And he looked great. Yeah, I you know what? It did it was a loss on the record, but I think it's a win as a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Just like watching the way he played. I think he looked great. I think he looked comfortable, which is not something you can see say a lot about a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm pretty excited to play the Jets. Yeah. Twenty nine to thirty nine, two eighty one on a touchdown. It's pretty impressive for your rookie debut. Yeah. He's he's just consistent. I know? like the consistent efficiency out yeah. of him. I mean, you know who else did that in Patriots jersey? Yeah, yeah, relax <laughs> No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's some comparable factors there. I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um did you or so what happened at the end of the game? Because I didn't get to watch it, but um, a, a fumble. Right. Yeah, I did hear that. Damian Harris fumble. Right? Yeah, Damian Harris fumble. Game winning drive. Pretty much. There was like two, three minutes left in the game. I uh-huh. think in the fourth, mm-hmm. and yep. we were down four points, I believe. And then we kicked. We had it. No, maybe we were down one point. I can't remember now. I, I've blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Block a loss. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't like those. <laughs> so, but he. It was a great drive. You know, fourth quarter drive. 
to if we get a touchdown, we're going to win this game. And you know what? It was just a tough game for like fumbles, a lot of penalties. But other than that, I think it's a win still. I think Mac's going to do pretty well this year. Well, speaking of that, how do you feel about potentially finally having a number one running back, Damian Harris, with 23 rush attempts, 100 yards? Yeah, he's he started off pretty. I mean, he sat a year, and then last year he started getting his time more, and that's why we traded Sony Michelle away, I believe, mm-hmm. just to give Damien his time. And you know what? I think uh, I love any player from Alabama. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. not gonna not say that, but I think he looked consistent. He's he's good. He's a power rusher. I love I love a guy who will just crack a linebacker right in his face. But yeah, he he gets me excited too. Mm. That whole offense was getting me a little excited. Fantastic. I think that the team is in a good position to win. Post Brady. But let's do the picks. <laughs> week two picks. Yeah, let's not talk about our week one picks. Well, I don't <laughs> want to really talk about my week one record. I went six and ten because I did take some chances. I took the Giants. I didn't go with the Texans like Zach did, which Zach paid off. He man. also went with Eagles for whatever pick. Yeah, I didn't go with the Eagles, which was a mistake. I apologize, Helen. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see them win the division, though. Let's go Giants. But anyways, let's find out what our picks are. For week two. And let's roll through. Yeah. All right. Week two picks. Thursday night football, 820. Giants at the Washington football team. Washington football team is three and a half point favorites. I will go with the New York Giants. I'm going with the Washington football team as they are the better football team. I'm going to go with the Washington football team as well, even without Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. Enrique. I will also jump on the football team bandwagon. All right, let's go Giants. 1 o'clock, 49ers, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Eagles. I will take the 49ers. I'm also going to take the 49ers, even without Raheem Mostert. Receivers look good for the first time in a long time, so good for the Niners. Also, something we didn't add in the injury report, Jason Verrett out for the year on a torn ACL. That's right, yep. Although... That is true. The 49ers are going to continue to win, and they will always win. Agreed. <laughs> 49ers? Yeah. All right. 49ers. Next 1 o'clock game, Bengals at the Bears. The Bears are two-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I'm also going with the Bengals. I believe in Burrow right now. Um, he looked real good, real efficient. Him and, him and his new guy, Jamar Chase, not really his new guy, are looking real good together. I'm going to take the Bears on this one. This is where I'm going to do my first separation here. I think the Bears are still a very good team, even though they got that loss in Week 1 against the Rams. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Bears. I think they're going to let Justin Fields loose a little bit this week. I'll take it right there. All right, next 1 o'clock game, Bills. Three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Dolphins. I'm going to take Buffalo in this one. Taking Buffalo. No way they go two down, Buffalo. I I see a big bounce back. Yeah, this is a bounce back game for them. Bounce back for Buffalo across the board. One o'clock. Broncos six and a, or excuse me six point favorites at the Jaguars. I'm going to go with Denver. I'm going to go with Denver. Teddy looked good. The defense looked good, and the Jaguars looked sporadic and uncontrolled. So Denver. Agreed. Denver Broncos. Yeah, if Teddy's wearing two gloves. I got money. <laughs> Teddy wearing two gloves. Broncos across the board. One o'clock. Patriots six point favorites at the New York Jets. I'm going to go with the Patriots. Yep, going with the Pats. They looked pretty decent this week. Um, I want to see Mac really unload this week. Pats, I think the Mackay Becton re- injury really is a cornerstone. I don't think they're as competitive as they should be, Pats. Mm. Yeah, the Patriots, I, I got to go with my boys. <laughs> Eric, who are you taking? The Patriots. And the I pa- have, yes, and I have something to back it up. Uh, Bill Belichick is 13-0 and in his last 13 games against rookie quarterbacks. Oh, and oh wow. 
That's all I have to say about that's that. That's all you got to say about Down that. Down goes the Jets. I'll see you later, Zach Wilson. Down goes the Jets. The Pats. 1 o'clock. Raiders at the Steelers. The Steelers are five and a half point favorites. Raiders looked really good. Nine underdog wins last week. I'm going to take the Raiders, the underdogs. I'm going to take the Raiders, too. Steelers looked good. Raiders looked better. They were sloppy in overtime, but they pulled it out, and they played like dogs. I'm really, uh, really going against the boys here. I'm taking the Steelers, but that minus five and a half is not it. I would look at that. Plus five and a half for the Raiders. I do still think the Steelers will leak it out. They're the better team. Yeah, well, I agree completely with Luigi there. I don't think minus five and a half will cover, but I do think that the Steelers' defense is just so good. Mm-hmm. TJ Watt is the man. Yes. Rams one o'clock, uh, three and a half point favorites at the Colts. I'm going to take the Rams. Also going with the Rams. Yeah, Rams. Yep, Rams. L.A. across the board, one o'clock. Saints three and a half point favorites at the Panthers. I'm going to go with the Saints and Jameis. The return of Jameis Winston makes me so happy, uh, Saints, this week. I like the Saints, too, this week. Yep, Jameis is eating another dub. Eating another dub. Last 1 o'clock game, Texans at the Cleveland Browns. Browns are 12-point favorites. I'm going to take the Browns. Sorry to do it to you, Texans. I know you saved my record last week, but the Browns are way too impressive. Browns this week. Definitely going the Browns. Yep, Browns. First 425 game, Falcons at the Bucks. 12-point favorites. I'm going to go with Tom Brady and the Bucks. How could you not? Yeah, Bucks. Bucks. Yep, give it to me, TB12. 425, Vikings at the Cardinals. Cardinals are four and a half point favorites. Cardinals. Sorry, Dad, I know you're out there somewhere, but the Cardinals are just too good. Chandler Jones with five sacks. Cardinals. Cardinals looked fantastic. The yeah. Cardinals are going to win this game. Yeah, they look great. 425, Cowboys at the Chargers. Three and a half point favorites to the Chargers. I was a little weirded out by this line. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Also taking the Cowboys, I'm not really sure why, but just a weird feeling. They played well on Thursday. And you know what? Nah, no, I'm not going to change it now. I said the Cowboys. I know Zach's changing it I right just now. changed it because that DeMarcus Lawrence injury changes things a little bit for me, uh, especially against a revamped Chargers O-line, and Zeke looked scared. So, Chargers. Yeah, I'm big on the Chargers this year, so I'm going to ride that train too. Mm-hmm. All right. 425, Titans at the Seahawks. Seahawks are five-point favorites. I'll go with the Hawks. I'll go Hawks, too. Like Looked real good. Cacaw, go Hawks. <laughs> yeah, I think they're covering that spread. <laughs> Sunday Night Football, 820, the Chiefs. Three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Ravens. Mahomes and the Chiefs for me. I select Patrick Mahomes. I select Patrick Mahomes. Lamar was not consistent in the air. I don't think that's a question. I'm going with Pat. Mahomes for MVP. Monday Night Football, 815. Lions at the Packers. Lions, or excuse me, Packers, a whopping 11.5 point favorites. Lost brutally to the Saints last week. And Rodgers doesn't do this twice most often, especially against the Lions. Going with the Packers. Let's forget about week one. I think I'm going to go with the Packers this week against that weak Lions team. I don't think we forget about week one, but I do think that the Lions are not going to win this game, even kind of. So go Pack, go. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Fire Football Radio. It's been myself, Matt McGrath, Luigi Capola, Zach Smola, and our special guest, Enrique Antello. Thank you, Mr. Eric Harkins, for putting on a great show right there for us for the college football takes. But it is 7 o'clock. We will see you next week at 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. As always, it's been WHUS Stores 91.7. Signing off. We'll see you next week. Have a great night.